Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello, listeners. The RV is en route to Colorado to chat with Angela Lenhard. Angela is a personal transformation life coach, spiritual coach, feng shui consultant, and is the author of two books, A Charmed Journey and Trigger the Wonder Horse. So beautiful, Angela. Welcome to the RV. Well, hello, Lucia. Nice to be here. Sure. So, Angela, I read that you had a normal childhood growing up in Montana. <laughs> well, it depends on how you classify normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Our listeners are going to understand. Yeah, and you became aware of a special gift at a young age. Can you please share your story about that? I've always been in tune with animals. I think growing up on a farm, inherently you are outside in mother nature and you become just aware of animals and the trees and the sky and what's going on on the ground. And it's so important to pay attention to your environment. And that includes the, the animals and the trees and mother nature and, and individuals, people, human beings as well. And in doing that at, from such a young age, I think I developed those skills of becoming aware and understanding the language that isn't always spoken with words as we hear them from, you know, mouth to mouth, but understanding that animals have a language as well and are very acutely aware of how to communicate to you about them, them, you know, about them and, and you. And I love animals so deeply and uh, all animals, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not sure about snakes, but you know, the fur creatures. And I just know what a, amazing gifts they are to us to help us heal in this life. Yes, they are precious. And Angela, do you have an example to give to our listeners? Uh, a specific example? Well, I, I have so, so many. Uh, you know, my horse Trigger, who is 43 years old, the, the reason that his book has been published is because of my ability to use my intuition and to listen to him from my heart versus anything else and, and knowing how much I love him, but also want what's best for him. So I've just been aware of that he has his own journey and I'm just the middleman here, you know, supporting him and loving him and taking care of him and nurturing him. But to know that he has his own agenda with with God. And so that has 
been one of the greatest lessons for me is learning how to let go and let God in relation with trigger. Now, I've had dogs and I have cats. Those are my um, other animals of choice. And my dogs were also very, very important to me. And dogs are about unconditional love. And it was so great because I know that throughout my life with them, and they lived to be pretty old, about 18, um, 18 and 19 years old. Uh, granted, I cooked for them every day. So they got ground beef and they got green beans and a little bit of rice and a little bit of kibble to keep their teeth clean. But, you know, and they went on a lot of walks during the day and a lot of hugs and kisses and pets. So they knew how much they were cared for as well. And they really brought to me the lesson of understanding unconditional love and that no matter how I showed up in their life, they were going to love me regardless. And I'm also a cat fan. And my cats have taught me about detachment because that is one of their spiritual lessons that they bring um, to this earthly plane. And cats teach us how to detach from the outcome. You know, sometimes cats can either take you or leave you. And depending on their attitude and where they are that particular day, they'll either want you to pick them up or, or not. They'll just stand there and stare at you. And they, they don't care what, what you have to say, you know, otherwise, you know, unlike dogs that, you know, love you no matter what most of the time. Right. So my cats taught me one of my first experiences with my cat, Essa, she taught me about death and she she died I was watching her transition and as she transitioned I I told her she was laying on the ground and I said Essa I said I leaned down and and I whispered in her ear I said it's okay if you go I will be okay and she took one last meow stretched and then all of a sudden she she transitioned and I saw her spirit leave. And that is when I truly knew that animals, they have such as they go to heaven, I expect to see my animals in heaven. So I don't care. And and in my dogs during that particular situation, uh, my dogs came down the stairs because we were in the, the basement at the time. And they were just standing in the corner, holding space for her and I to allow for this experience to move through both of us. And that is what animals do for us. They hold this unconditional space for us as human beings to heal. But very few people can really recognize that. And if we just see them as uh, a possession or something without a soul or, or uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't even, I can't even comprehend that. It isn't even in my realm of thinking because I grew up on a farm and I spent a lot of time in the corral with cows and horses and chickens. And so I just learned how animals communicate through their own language, their own languages. Yeah. And I know a lot of people can relate to this. Animals have a way of like changing our lives some animals end up saving our lives, which I know you probably could say the same. Um, for example, I remember I had a cat named Fidel who was always by my side. 
Um, I even fell asleep once with this stove on and he made sure I woke up in time. I think we don't deserve animals. So anyway, you studied business and what made you transition from business into spirituality? Well, I've always been in business for myself. I've, I have a big mouth and I, I, I don't follow rules that well. And I tend to piss a lot of people off. So I knew if I didn't want to be fired from job to job to job, I better be able to create my own self and have my own career. So I'm my own boss and I can fire myself if I, if I need to, but I think that's pretty much impossible at this point anyway. So I've threatened to fire myself, but it doesn't always work. Uh, so I started, you know, I went the traditional route. I went to college. I have my business and finance degree. And I thought that I was going to pursue a career in hotel management. I thought about, you know, the stock market. Uh, I love the, the adrenaline rush and, and uh, really just putting myself out there. And I, I, I did that for a short period of time, but then I found that it really wasn't my deal. It wasn't my thing. And it wasn't until my mom passed away uh, suddenly one night that I began to ask myself the deeper questions. And the question was, what is my purpose here and what am I supposed to do? So I think that's what then opened the door for me to understanding the spiritual emotional, mental, and the physical connection of our existence and, and why we are here to serve others. So I then went that route, not because I necessarily wanted to, uh, but because that is the only way that I could make my life work. I, I tried every other avenue and it just seemed like doors were closed, doors were closed. But when I would want to be, you know, when I would pursue the, the mind, body, spirit path, it seemed like that the doors would open. And it just, it was just so obvious to me that that was my, that is how I was being directed, regardless if I wanted to or not. So the, the path did become very narrow right after that experience with my mom that happened so suddenly. But then I developed a career from the spirituality, but I had to really lay a solid foundation, which included understanding the body, the, the physical, how the, the body physically works together from emotion, from, you know, organs, tissues, muscles, bones, the emotional components, our thoughts, um, our mental, our mental realm, you know, the emotional realm, the, the energy, the feelings that we carry around and become burdensome. And then I began to travel around the world studying meditations and prayers and, and Reiki healing and Qigong and understanding energy and that we are just energetic beings that operate at a certain frequency. So then I began to put all of those elements together. And that is what has made me become who I am. Sure. And I am a big believer in following your gut. I always would use my intuition when it comes to decision making, but I know not everyone acts on it. 
Why doesn't everyone listen to their intuition, Angela? Well, I don't know why everybody does it, but I know everybody should. I think that they they don't trust themselves and life experiences. We, we've all had those experiences where we've made not so good choices. I mean, that's just human nature. I mean, we have to, in order to succeed, you have to fail or you have to, you, you, you have to take the good with the bad. That is part of life. That is learning how to balance yourself. That is the yin and the yang. That is, you know, that's just learning how to be in this world. So your, your intuition, I think the more that you, you understand how your body, I like to, when I teach courses to individuals about intuition and learning how to hone your intuitive skills, I always start with the physical body because the body is a very wise compass and it, it is your tool that houses your soul. And it, it does guide you if you understand how your your body is guiding you. So some people are, are like, I'm particularly guided through a pull. You know, I'm, I'm pulled in a direction. Oftentimes I'm shoved in a direction. Uh, you know, that's how I generally operate. But I know some people operate through a, a totally different way of communication, such as, you know, clairvoyant or clairaudient or clairsentient. So I, I do that as well. So I clairsee can here because I've been doing this for so long and and I love it so it just has grown and I, I understand the spiritual realm so that is who I am but people that are just really beginning to understand their intuitive voice it's that gut instinct um that you can feel it. it you're that feeling either becomes contracted where you feel like a tightening of your stomach or maybe a your heart is closing or the voice begins to close. Now I always say, pay attention to those signs first. And then if this, if you start to feel like you're being suffocated or being kicked in the gut, typically the answer is no, whatever you're thinking about at that particular time, should I go this route? Should I involve myself in this relationship? Should I take this opportunity? And if you say that to yourself, say, should I do this or should I do that? And all of a sudden the body begins to constrict itself. The answer is generally no, but then our mind gets into it. And then we begin to try to convince ourselves otherwise, like it'll come up with a story. Well, you just, you know, blah, 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 or this or that. We, we don't um, value our intuition as much as we do logic. And when that happens, we tend to find ourselves in, as some serious karmic positions, learning life lessons, extra drama and trauma, um, all of that combined. So the intuitive voice from the, you know, that, that first, that first gut instinct before the mind kicks in is generally the best course of action. Yeah, I agree with you. And I chose a quote from Steve Jobs for you. He says, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They know what you truly want to become. What do you think about it? Do you agree? Absolutely. I love, you know, Steve, Steve Jobs is very successful. He's an entrepreneur. He didn't make, you know, um, the best of friends. Uh, but he also had a quote that said, if you want to be, if you want to be everybody's friend, sell ice cream. So 
That's true. You know, if you're going to, if you are going to go out on the, on a limb and, and live life on the edge a little bit and, and continue to pursue your soul's calling, you're, you're going to bump up against people who aren't all about it, who aren't all always on your team. And you're just going to have to say, you know what, I'm not selling ice cream. So go find a truck somewhere else. Uh huh. This is a good <laughs> And you were telling us about your special relationship with a horse named Trigger. How has Trigger changed your life? And why, Angela, is he the wonder horse? Trigger is the wonder horse because I always wonder what is going to happen next. And how he originally got his name, the wonder horse, was years ago when I first got him. Uh, 20 plus years ago, we were uh, on a walk together. So we were both on, you know, on foot and he had gotten away from me and took off for the barn and I'm chasing him and I'm running as fast as I can, knowing that I wasn't going to be able to catch him. Well, I knew that he was going to come to a particular place on the road where he would have to cross this busy highway. and. I was scared to death because it was a busy two lane highway. And I know that as soon as he leaped out on the highway, he was probably going to get hit by a car and I'm chasing after him. And there was no way, there was no way I was going to catch him. And this, the, the path that he was having to take to get back to the barn, generally there's, there's no body. Like there would be no human being on that path. So uh, there was no way that either one of us were going to get any help unless we had some divine intervention. And I'm chasing Trigger and I'm sweating and I'm in cowboy boots. And I just said at one moment, I just said, God, if horses have angels, can Triggers please show up and save him? And right as I said that, I ran down this uh, little ravine. So I lost eye contact with him. And when I came out of the ravine, He's standing next to a woman who's holding on to him. Now, if if anybody has ever been around a frantic horse, you know that you just can't, a stranger can't just grab a horse and save them at the last minute. This isn't like humanly possible. He was running as fast as his legs could carry him. And I, I was stood there in amazement because who is this woman? And how did she show up right before he leaped out onto this, this busy highway. And I saw her and she starts walking him back towards me. And as I saw them and I, I, we, we connected, she looked at me and she goes, are you missing somebody? And I said, yeah, he's mine. And she said, I said, how did you catch him? She says he looked lost and needed help finding his way home. And she handed me his lead rope. And I, I just didn't know what to say. I, I, I said, thank you. I mean, what else am I going to say? And I just looked at Trigger and he's sweating and I'm sweating. And we turned around and we began walking towards the barn to go home. And I knew if I turned around and looked for her, she would be gone. And I turned around. She was nowhere in sight. She literally appeared out of nowhere to, to oh. save Trigger. So if you, if you ask me if I believe that horses have angels or all animals have angels, my answer is absolutely yes. Um, and that isn't my only experience in that 
realm of, of being saved uh, for myself and for my other, my animals. It's, it has happened and I've witnessed it in my own life and in my clients' lives too. So it's pretty real. Wow, I'm having this bumps now. <laughs> Those are good. Those are called God bumps. Wow, what an experience. So now I understand why Trigger is so special. And Angela, also, I saw your website and one of the many services you offer is intuitive business consulting, correct? Correct. And what exactly does that mean? Well, I think we're all in business, right? We're all in business. We are, we're all marketing ourselves in some shape, way, or form. And once in a while, we all get stuck, right? We can't see, we can't see the forest or the trees. We, we get stuck in our own stories and become, we have these blinders on. And we often need people in our lives that can give us a neutral point of view from maybe a different perspective of what's really going on to understand why we might be having challenges in a certain area concerning our business. So if you are, you know, the SEO or you are a leader or a manager in your business and things just aren't, they don't seem to be working well, generally speaking, it's because of relationships and communication skills. So we can, if you can clear that up and be able to deliver a message in a way that you can be seen and heard, the energy begins to move. Therefore, your business becomes more productive and everyone feels abundant. So it's all about the energy, whether it is in business or life, you can't, you can't separate the two. I mean, you're not two different. You're one, you're one individual. And, you know, if you show up at home one way and you show up at business, the other, and another way, you know, you have two different faces and sooner or later, they're going to catch up to you. So you have to be the same person you are the same person. It just depends on the day and what face you want to show up, but you can't hide who you are. I mean, that story begins to reveal itself. And oftentimes it reveals your true self in a business situation. Often when they are in a control position that they begin to get, you know, don't see things clearly. And that's what I do is I help People navigate their way through challenges from an intuitive and energetic standpoint so that they so everyone can feel uh, appreciated and have some sort of respect and make sure that everybody truly is in the right position. Because oftentimes we get into a business situation that isn't what fuels us, that isn't what our passion is. Therefore, we're not that productive and we don't want to be there. And then we get sick, right? So when we have emotional stress and and mental stress that always translates into what's happening in our immediate world and unless we have someone that can really point that out and connect those dots we just we know you can wonder why why is this happening what is this what is this all about but uh so that's what i that's how i help people in the in the business scenario is to look at their situation their organization from a very broad perspective and then uh go through it with a fine tooth comb and to get really clear on the mission, the objectives, the people that are in particular roles. And if people are, you know, are there, 
because they want to be or because they have to be, and then we can change the dynamics. And knowing people is very important. I've worked many careers in my life. You know, this isn't my only career. I've, I've been in the people business my entire life. So if you understand people and what it, what it takes to motivate people and to help them become the best versions of themselves, you generally, you know, you always want the, the right people on the same ship, right? You don't want somebody in your boat drilling holes. Otherwise your boat's going to go down. So you have to be sure that your core team members are all moving in the right direction. Otherwise the boat's going to sink. Yeah, absolutely. And having a team that is highly motivated and embraces the strategy that you are trying to implement is vital to the success of an enterprise. And Angela, I know you are writing books for kids Can you tell us a little bit about it? I really want to inspire the youth, the, the kids, you know, the kids in this world, because they are our future. You know, the importance of, of leadership, the importance of self-esteem and confidence and integrity and faith and communication. And I want to teach them that through my experiences at the barn, you know, on the farm, uh, what I had to go through to, to learn these skills from, from being, you know, just me and, and being observant and intuitive. It isn't that I, um, I can't say that I have taken these most profound courses or read like the one book that gave me all of this insight. It's through years of years of studying and, and paying attention and becoming observant is, is how I have accomplished the goals that I have set up for myself and built the relationships that I have and have become this individual is because of my own willingness to be the best version of myself. So at the, at the end of the day, the children's book series is going to be how to become the best version of yourself. And if we think that life's always supposed to like hand us this great lemonade without having a big dose of lemons, you're crazy because that isn't what life's about. You're going to have to learn how to manage yourself and, and control your own mind and your own energy field. And that is so important in this day and age in particular, because you have to learn how to manage your own internal vibration. Because once whatever we have going on the inside begins to be reflected on the outside. And that's one of the lessons that trigger has truly brought me is that you have to learn how to control yourself. Um, otherwise you're going to be operating from a, a deficit and that, that isn't going to benefit you in any way. You're going to learn a lot of the wrong skills that uh, are going to lead to a lot of stress and anxiety and depression and sadness. So to get a, a, an understanding of how, how that all comes together and, and works to, to cultivate us as, as human beings is the utmost importance. I totally agree with you, Angela. And I'm sure our listeners want to know how they can find you. My books are available on Amazon. So if you just type in my name or the titles of my book, A Charm Journey or Trigger the Wonder Horse, they will pop up. I also have a website, AngelaLenhart.com. 
So all of my information, blogs, uh, ways to connect with me through social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, they, uh, they're all, I'm, I'm out there. So you just have to, you know, type in my name, I guess, or Trigger's name and something will pop up. And then you can, if you're interested in scheduling a session with me, you can send me an email. Um, I'll get back to you and, and then we can go from there and decide how, how I can best serve you. Thank you very much, Angela. You have such a great energy. Oh, likewise. Thank you so much for this opportunity. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.